Welcome back to another Cleveland Sports Podcast, and today we're talking about the Browns free agents, all the free agents they've got coming up, and some guys that we think we should sign. And today we've got a guest um, on today's podcast, Tommy Kamenowski. Um, how you doing, Tommy? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. All right. Now, uh, Tommy's pretty big on Twitter, right? You got that Browns uh, Browns fan oh, page, yeah. 5,000 followers, Baker's dog. Dogs. And so if you're not following, yeah, if you're not following that, definitely go follow the good content. <clears throat> a lot of sports, uh, all Cleveland sports, pretty much, kind of like mine. So, um, first things first, let me get your thoughts on the Super Bowl. What'd you think last night? I thought it was a, uh, that was a, it was a good, I mean, I, I, I predicted the winners. So obviously, it was a good night. But what'd you think? It was a good game. I didn't think it was gonna be that that big of a blowout, though. But I didn't think either. I yeah, mean, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, I think. Well, I, I think the big thing was that Mahomes had no touchdowns. I think that was kind of surprising. Yeah, me too. I think that um, the way that like Brady composed himself was really good. Yeah, I mean, well, he was getting the ball to Gronk right away, mm-hmm. and um, Gronk had a big game. Even Antonio Brown's guard. I think that's a big thing that no one really talks about is how Antonio Brown kind of turned his life around. I mean, he went from Pittsburgh; he was a head case, um, you know, with the whole Oakland situation in the helmet, and then he comes to Tampa and balls out in the Super Bowl. Antonio Brown, his his contribution to the Bucks has been just so underrated because he's he's a third receiver, but he can be number one on so many teams in the NFL. So I agree, he's he's, he's pretty good. Even on the touchdown, he uh, he cooked Honey Badger. Oh yeah, I know. It's pretty impressive. All right, so well, um, let me ask you this though. Actually, I've been meaning to. What do you think this does to Mahomes' legacy? Do you think he could ever catch Brady now? I think he can catch him. I don't think this really does anything because I think at some point he'll either equal his amount of rings or come very close to it because mm-hmm. he's so good. But yeah. I think in the now, like it's going to sting for at least a good like three to four years at least. I think so too. And I think, I mean, because he's going to be chasing Brady for the rest of his career. This is probably, I mean, unless they both meet again next year, the Super Bowl, but this is probably the only time we're going to get to see these two in the Super Bowl. So for him to lose his head-to-head matchup, I think kind of hurts. But, uh, you know, he's only 24 years old. He's already been in two Super Bowls. He's won one of them. He has an MVP. His his stats are going to be through the roof by the time he's Brady's age. I agree because he's he's like a one-of-a-kind quarterback, and he's not going to be forgotten by anybody. I agree. His number's going to be great. He's going to be a top-five quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still too early to tell. I can definitely see that. All right, so let's get into these Browns free agents. Now, the Browns got a lot of people that were on one-year deals or guys that, you know, um, I would like to bring back. But at the same time, you got a lot of people that you got to extend, such as Chubb and Baker, um, Denzel Ward. They're all going to be wanting some big money. So I got a list here. We're just going to go through them all, and uh, I'm going to ask you what you think we should bring them back or not. And if so, how much money do you think? All right, sounds good. All right, so first up, Olivier Vernon. He's making $11 million this year. you think we bring him back, yes or no? I don't think so because, first of all, the Achilles injury, and second of all, he, he he's going to be asking for a large contract because of how good he was in the middle portion mm-hmm. of, of the season, and I don't think that we really can afford that, especially with, like you said, these future contracts coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, $11 million a year is kind of a lot for someone who really wasn't producing until that end of the year, and then a major injury for someone who's 31 years old isn't necessarily easy. And, you know, I talked about it in my first podcast. The Browns need to draft heavy on defense. And I think, like, you know, he plays edge rusher. I, it's, it's an easy position to draft. Mm-hmm. I agree. This this draft class at the edge rusher and just D-line as a whole has been known as, like, one of the deepest classes in recent memory. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be good. I, I think that's even though the, the Browns' first round pick, I think they should go D line. I agree. Or unless they go linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Either or works in this scenario. I mean, as you can see, our linebackers are not the greatest mm-hmm. position on the Browns. Well, I mean, speaking of linebackers, Malcolm Smith is uh, going to be a free agent, 32 years old, is repairing him barely a million dollars this year. Um, you think we bring him back, yes or no? I would say no, but also yes, because he is a veteran and he can, like, groom, like, Taki Taki and hopefully Matt mm-hmm. Wilson, like, if he has, like, a bounce back here. But um, yeah. um, he, he, he was okay for the Browns, but I don't think we bring him back, just from, like, a money standpoint. I think the linebacker they need to bring back is B.J. Goodson. I agree. He, he, I mean, he was a stud this year. He was a leader on the defense for being 28 years old. He played really well. Only two, only about $2.5 million a year. Um, and then the next position at corner, you got Kevin Johnson and Terrence Mitchell, both making about $3.5 million. What do you think about those two? I think we bring, bring Mitchell back just, just because when he played, he was average. Like, he was just like, just like, a, mm-hmm. like a corner that you can throw in there and just – he can do what's what's asked of him, but Kevin mm-hmm. Johnson, I I really see much out of him. Really. Well, he was hurt during training camp. Then he true. came back, and, and Joe Woods like using him like come blitzing off the outside. They mm-hmm. that was really what he did. So I, you know, I they're both cheap. I kind of like. It. I think you only need to bring back one of them because I think they're going to yeah, draft I agree. the corner. So yeah, I, I, but I agree. I think if you bring back one of them, it's going to be Terrence. But there's, there's another. There's a few corners that we'll probably um, look at like later in this that. We could go after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Richard Sherman's the big one yeah. that we'll talk about. Um, this is the one I'm big on, Carl Joseph. I, I, I Personally, I think we really need to bring him back. What do you think? I think we bring him back, too, just because, like I said, with, with Malcolm Smith, he's a leader. He knows he, mm-hmm. he's done it. He's he's done it all the time, just for a long time. And I think he can really mm-hmm. groom, like, Delta and Ronnie Harrison to be great. And the, the way he played, he comes out, he's a hard hitter. I, I really like he's watching a great him play. I think he, I think he's great in our secondary because um, our run defense wasn't great, and I think he really helps that. Um, next up, Kendall Lamb. What about him? I I personally think that he wasn't that good. Um, mm-hmm. Funny story about him is that before the Ravens Browns game, he accepted my follow uh, request <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> an hour and a half before the game. So that just that speaks to I, that, I, that tells you something. Yeah, right. But for <laughs> the wild card game, he 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 put TJ Watt in prison for. The whole game. <laughs> he did. TJ Watt was nowhere to be found. So I mean, he, he did step up when we needed him to. Um, I, I mean, it is sometimes when he he was playing a little left tackle and right tackle when Wills would go down or Conklin. So I, you know, I I'm kind of up and down. I I think if you're going to draft offense in this draft, you should go O line depth mm-hmm, for sure. So I, I mean, he's definitely going to be cheaper than that. But for about two million dollars and a, a veteran backup right tackle, I think you could keep. I, him. I think you can too, just because I think he's a he's. A plug and play player that won't be just like, just like below average. Like I think, like, mm-hmm. like he could get the job done for a game or two. Mm-hmm. That one should be easy. How about Sendejo? Where do I get? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no question about it. He, I don't think he he was even so like like a like a, a starting player like on the Browns. I think he was no, supposed to be like a wasn't. special teamer. Towards the end, he uh, towards the end of the year, he really didn't play a lot. And I mean, he really only had a couple of bad games to start the year. And towards the end of the year, he started playing better. Yeah. But for thirty-four years old, and for I mean, like I, I don't know, I, I I don't think you bring him back. Yeah. But I think towards the end of the year, he got a little overhated. Yeah. Just because of what he did in the beginning the of the year. The past narrative no, kind yeah. of caught up, and then yeah. Uh, yeah. 
And then how, this is an interesting one. How about Jojo Natson? He got hurt in the beginning of the year. Only paying him a million dollars, but he's a great returner. What about him? Um, I think Jojo Natson is one of the fastest returners in the league. But for one mil, like, you can bring him back because he mm. he can also play receiver. Even though he doesn't do it much, but he can. And he can be, like, a speed guy. Like, if you put him in, like, the right situations, he can be great for the Browns. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a big thing that they needed was our kick returner because Peoples Jones just looked a little slow in my opinion. Yeah, he he was he was a little slow, but like his awareness has to improve. Like if he wants to become uh, like a a good returner for the Browns in the future. Mm-hmm. And then um, this is a big one. How about Rashard Higgins? Obviously, him and Baker Mayfield yeah, yeah, have yeah. a huge connection that that is is so obvious on the field, and they they're always clicking no matter what. I agree. Well, now here's the question: How much money do you give him? I'd give him three to four million. Really? I I I could see him getting something close to what Kareem Hunt got, like two years, really? thirteen million. I think that's kind of a lot, especially when you're paying Odell and Landry much. But I mean, Jarvis Landry deserves every penny of that contract. I think that we pay him three to four mil because he knows that our cap is going to go down the next season, mm-hmm. so he's he's taking a pay cut just to be with the Bronx and Baker Mayfield in the future. I mean, I think the fact that they were paying him under a million dollars this year was robbery to begin with. I agree. I mean, whenever he played, he made he was making plays. I mean, he would have had a touchdown against the Chiefs if you know if it wasn't for the fumble and the hit. But yeah, for under a million dollars, that was that was a steal this year, and I think he's going to want some money. So, and I could see him leaving if we don't honestly, if we don't trade Odell and we don't give him the money he thinks he deserves, I could see him walking. I could see that as well, just because he's he's worth more than people realize. Like. Mm-hmm. Like if he gets a connection with the quarterback, like that's gonna stick for a while. Yeah, definitely. Um, moving down the list, another receiver, uh, Kadero Hodge. This is really the last big one. Um, I don't think we we bring him back because he didn't really. Okay, he saw the field, but he mm-hmm. wasn't that productive. But for under a million, that's understandable. Yeah, I mean, he was only making 750000 but he's only 26. I mean, I think he's a good backup. And, you know, a lot of these guys I, I wouldn't mind bringing back. But, I mean, if, you know, again, you're already – if you, especially if you pay Higgins and you don't trade Odell, that's three receivers that you're paying a lot. I mean, it would make sense to, you know, just pay some undrafted rookie or something. That would be very cheap. Plus, our defense needs some work too. And I think that yeah. putting money, like, into those spots helps us more than just paying some, like, fifth-string receiver. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of defense, I don't think we talked about Ogan Joby yet. I don't think he gets picked up because what his asking price is probably going to be is more than what his production lives up to. So I yeah, I mean, he, he really hasn't been bad, and he was making under a million dollars this year. Mm-hmm. Depends what he asked for. Yeah, I think though Jordan Elliott can be good in the future, even though he he I think so too. even though he didn't see the field quite as much as Ogan Joby did. He can be um like like a good fill in player for him. Plus, we have mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Billings, who opted out because of COVID. That is true. I think a lot of people forget about him. But I think that's another position the Browns are going to want to draft is D-tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, that's about really about all the big guys on our team that would be free agents. So, I mean, we're bringing back most of them. Like I said, we, we had a good year. I mean, we had a good team. I think most of these guys should come back. Yeah, I agree. Um, another thing with Jordan Elliott is that his PFF grades were pretty high for – Interior D tackles or mm-hmm. D linemen, so that's always promising. That uh, yeah, I thought I mean, it, was, it was a good pick. Like another late round pick, I like Jacob Phillips at LSU mm-hmm. for linebacker. I thought he played well. If he can keep he's, growing, he's promising. He'd be a starter. He is promising. So now, 
let's talk about some free agents that you think the Browns should bring in. I mean, the, all the talk has been Richard Sherman so far. What do you think about that? Richard Sherman only for the right price, though, because I agree. This morning, a report came out that uh, Patrick Peterson is uh, parting ways with the Cardinals, so that could be another mm-hmm. uh, pickup. Because I think right now he's on par or better than Sherman, and he's he's making mm-hmm. he made fourteen mil last season, and he's the same age as. Peterson, so that's a that's a weird spot to be in. Yeah, in Richard Sherman, I, like that's a guy who used to be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, injuries and the production hasn't been great lately. So for a guy who's you know probably going to get paid because of his history, it'd be interesting to see what teams throw at him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely, I, I I think that would wouldn't be a bad signing, simply for the fact that it's a good, it's a good leader in the locker room. It's a guy who comes here and would want to win. So I I, I wouldn't be opposed. Also, with Richard Sherman, is that um. Him and Joe Woods have an obvious connection from San Francisco because Joe Woods was his DC mm-hmm. coach, I believe. Yeah, when they went to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. So yeah, so I I think that's a uh, that's a connection that can mm-hmm. work. I agree. Is there uh, anybody else that you think um, Brown should target? Bud Dupree for sure. Bud Dupree. Really? I think so. Since that um, Big Ben is taking a pay cut, I believe that they're going to pay Juju instead of Bud because they have. Alex Highsmith, who was good in in mm-hmm. place of Bud, that he's going to walk. And I think we can sign him because we have the money to sign him. Yeah, I, I think that, that wouldn't be a bad sign. He's a really good player. But, again, it kind of depends on the asking mm-hmm. price. I don't know if I would want to go too over the board there when you're going to have a lot of big contracts. Leonard year. Williams as well. Um, he, yeah, I did he, see that. He would be a huge pickup. Alongside Miles and Richardson, that would be a scary D-line to, to go, go up against every week. Yeah, it'd be another good veteran to add. You know, good for the locker room, good for the mm-hmm. team. Uh, you can never go wrong with too many veterans. That's true. So then, you know, before we end here, what do you think the Browns should draft then? If they, if they don't go after this in free agency, what do you think we need to draft? They got to draft all defense, except for, like you said, mm-hmm. O-line depth or maybe a tight end because Najoku's up in the air. Mm-hmm. We don't know. What that's, that's, another, that's another guy who's going to be a free agent and you might want some money. Yeah, I don't think we're – we're gonna pay him because Harrison Bryant has has some promise. He 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 fizzled out towards the end of the season, but I think he he mm-hmm. he has a good upside for sure. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, I, I think the big thing you got you should draft is linebacker because Mac Wilson. I mean, towards the end of the year, didn't play as much. I I, I have hope for him. I think he's he, he's gonna mm-hmm. be good. Yeah. But I really like Jacob Phillips, and if you bring back B.J. Goodson, you could be good there. I would like to pick up um, Patrick Sertan out of Alabama. Yes. If he falls to us in the first round, I think you got to He's the him. best corner in the draft, in my opinion. But but I, I think we'd have to trade up for him, like in the top like 15 of the draft, because yeah. he is flying up draft boards. Another free agent I can see us picking up is Shaq Barrett. Even though he just won the Super Bowl, they want to pay Godwin, and I think they want to pay uh, Levante David too. So I don't know. Shaq Barrett could mm-hmm. walk, but I, I highly doubt it to be honest. I would think Shaq Barrett would want a lot of money too. He led the sack, led the league in sacks two years ago, and he's he's great at getting after the pass. Yeah, right? he he showed it last night. <laughs> yeah, he's really one of those guys that you know it's kind of like what the prototype defensive end is. Now you can rush the passer, but you can also drop back into coverage. You can do a little bit of both. That would be a nightmare for opposing offenses. <laughs> Definitely. Well, that's about all we have for you for this fourth episode of the Cleveland Sports Podcast. You know, next up, we're going to have some Indians talk for you. So definitely stay tuned. Um, I plan, like I said earlier, I plan on doing a mock draft 
So we definitely got some good content for you. We will, we will have a guest speaker for the Indians podcast. So, uh, Tommy, thanks for joining us. I love talking Thank to you. Thank you. No problem. And, again, go follow Tommy's Twitter, Baker's Dogs, if you don't. Great content. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Okay.